Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 114 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for part four of our four-part series of Kate's Biggest Mistakes in Business. Now, the first three were pretty easy for me to share. And this next one is not so easy for me to share because I feel like I'm still sort of processing through it. But I think it's one of those things that I don't want to wait to share because I think that some of you today could really use this and also just feel like you're not alone. I see my clients experiencing what I'm going to share about today all the time in different ways. And again, like we say, with any mindset setbacks that we have, every new level we get to, there's a new devil, there's a new challenge. And these sort of setbacks can continue to come up in different ways. And when we think that we're over them, when the new success comes, we realize Maybe we weren't quite over them just yet. And this is why it's so important that we never stop the mindset work. We constantly are so aware of our feelings of just the way that we're perceiving things that are happening to us and that we have support around us. So I always have a coach. Because I need someone to call me out on these things. And I recently shared with my coach, I said, hey, I'm going to call myself out because I just realized something really, really big that I now feel it was a mistake and I wish that I didn't, Not, I'm not going to say the word struggle, but I wish that I didn't have to lean into it so much for as long as I did. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 114, part four of the series, the four biggest mistakes. All right. So this episode, again, this feels very sort of raw for me because this one is a a recent revelation. We'll just say that. So Me wasting too much time not feeling successful because my success has looked different than others, okay? So I think that comparisonitis can, again, attack us at any place that we're at. And we think, once I get this, then I'm not going to struggle with it anymore. Once I get this, then I'm not going to struggle. But the reality is it just continues to come up and it's something we have to constantly work on. And it was something that I really was not aware of because here's the thing. I'm a really good celebrator of myself 
and a good celebrator of the successes that I've had. And I can really say that I'm proud of what I've built and I'm proud of being able to sustain a business and have good profits even when kids are home, even when I basically take almost a full year off from coaching in order to write my first and second book. However, I recently had this revelation that I have not been celebrating enough, that there is so much more and that I have been looking too much at, in some ways, like no one in particular, but just feeling, you know, I I think sometimes we don't even compare ourselves to other people, but we compare ourselves to where we think that we should be, right? So I've now owned businesses for six and a half years. So I think like, oh, wow, that's like close to 10 years. So by now, I should be here in making this amount of income and earnings. And I remember thinking back, and I've talked about this a little bit before, but if you would have asked me, you know, let's just say after my first year of this coaching business, which was five years ago, um, where I would be by year five, I probably would have thought, oh, by then I'll definitely be making a million dollars in my business. Because that's just how I, how I saw the trajectory going based off of me working 80 hours a week, not having kids, um, burning myself out, right? Because first year of business, I did hit that six-figure mark. Which for anyone listening, that doesn't mean anything, okay? Because I have so many clients who just talk about this and say like, but I think that I need to be making this. It doesn't mean anything. And I'm going to talk more about that today. What means something is the quality of life that you're living, right? Being able to pay your bills and have a good quality of life and not just be making money to say that you made a certain amount of money because that's not living and learning to just be really content with what you have. And I am so content with what we have. That's something that I am grateful for. Um, I never feel like I need more money. I always feel like we're taking care of and we have more than enough. And my husband and I live a very, very simple life. We don't really buy things for ourselves. We buy things secondhand. Um, we don't go on extravagant vacations. We rarely go on vacation. We just try to enjoy like the little life that we have here. And to some, like what we have might look more than simple. It might look extravagant, but to us, it's really not. It just feels like we are saving and not constantly spending money. It's a really good feeling. We feel very content with what we have. Like I never feel like we need more. Um, of course, when I see nice things, I'm like, oh, that would be really nice to have that. But I, I talk about this actually in my next book, Wants Versus Needs. Do I want this? Like, do I really need this though? Like, is this going to help me get to my long-term goal of 
being able to provide financially for my family, even when I'm gone someday, right? Like buying this thing in the moment right now. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't treat ourselves because I think that we deserve to splurge a little every now and then. Um, but is it really necessary? Like, is this thing going to really make me happy? Or is it just another thing to just collect clutter, right? Or can I just get it? Can I borrow it from someone if it's not really something like maybe it's, I talk about this in the book too, like you're going on vacation and need like, I don't know, something special to bring with you. I'm thinking like some type of vacation equipment, right? You don't need to go and buy it. You can ask around and say, hey, can I borrow this from someone? And I know this feels like it might be going off topic a little bit, but I think I'm looking at my vision board actually right now from last year, my 2020 vision board. I haven't hung up my 2021 yet. I'm not sure why. And I see the words here, inner happiness. And that was like one of my big goals was creating inner happiness. It's so funny because I'm looking at this. It says clutter-free well-kept home, decluttered living areas, updated bedrooms. Like I have all these pictures of like living a simple life with less, um, but feeling really fulfilled and content. And I think that should be our goal and not to want these just numbers for number reason. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what the reasons are. So my mindset around this, um, for many years, I've been feeling like my success doesn't really count because I've had this business now for five years and I'm not, when I've been in business for six and a half and I'm not making seven figures. So it just doesn't really count, which we know is so untrue guys. So what happened? Most of us go to our closets and say, I have way too many clothes and nothing to wear. This is true for me and the average American who only wears 20%, meaning 80% of their closet and your closet and my closet is just clutter. If you've ever been interested in simplifying your wardrobe, that's what Cladwell's all about. They help you build a capsule wardrobe through their capsule wardrobe program, which is a six week guided course to build your perfect capsule wardrobe. This capsule wardrobe program has limited spots, but you can go on over to cloudwell.com and use code like a boss to get an extra 50 bucks off. Or if you want to start with a Cloudwell app membership first, you can use code like a boss and get 15% off the app membership. Guys, I have been using this app now for a couple of months and it has simplified my life. I got rid of the 80% that I was not wearing in my closet and now only wear what I love, what feels comfortable, what I want to wear. And I look different every day. I don't wear the same thing every day. Erin, who is the CEO of this company, is also one of my good friends. And I believe so much in this course. I have taken the course. I am still going through some of the material and videos right now. And I've been using this app and I just want to shout it from the rooftops. You know me wanting to clear the clutter. This is a very easy way to clear 
the physical clutter and also the mental clutter that keeps you in indecision, wondering and pondering and going back and forth, wondering what you're gonna wear every day. This just makes it a breeze. What happened to me was I felt at many times like I couldn't fully be transparent with my results because I didn't have the typical, I've had this coaching business for five years and now I'm making seven figures or 40K months or blah, 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 like we see everyone else talking about. So because I wasn't making those like huge numbers that we see people throwing around, I held back really sharing any of my success because I just sort of felt like it didn't count. And again, here's the funny thing is to me, it counted to me personally. I felt so proud of it. So is this like push and pull of like wanting to share it because I felt really proud, but then feeling like I'm not like, it's not good enough to share because compared to what other people are sharing, it doesn't look like anything, right? which is so silly. But again, I'm sharing my mistakes with you guys and this was one of my big mistakes. How did this affect me and how did this affect my business? So I never quite owned up to sharing my full results, downplayed a lot of my success, um, didn't share about all of the projects that my husband and I were working on behind the scenes. Because again, I just felt like, well, it's not my coaching business. So like, that's what people want to see. They just want to see the results that I get in my coaching business. But between us, my coaching business is very small. It's a very small part of my life. And it might look to other people like it's a huge part or like my entire life, but it's not. It's really not. I spend about 10 hours a week and I do have a team who spend double the time that I do each week in my business for me. But that was a choice that I made. Um, I really enjoy being able to work on other things. As much as I love this coaching business, I don't want to do all of the behind the scenes stuff. I want to be able to show up to podcast, to write, to create content, to coach, and that's it. So I do that in about 10 hours a week and the rest I outsource. Um, And that gives me flexibility to then be able to write, you know, do podcasting and work on my book projects with my publishing house and work on other projects with my husband. And uh, like, we've been having so much fun, like trying to plan out and like look at some spaces and plan out like the next big project and also be home with my kids. And, you know, they're actually back in daycare about three days a week now. Although since we started sending them back, they have probably missed a total of six weeks of daycare because of quarantining, Christmas breaks, uh, snow, like uh, having a cold and not being able to go in because of cold symptoms. It's crazy. So they're not really even there that often anyways. But I love 
being able to have my hands in a bunch of different projects. And again, I felt like there's no point of me sharing success because it looks so different than everyone else's, right? The people that are around me or that maybe follow me and look at what I'm doing and compare it to someone else. Maybe they see the other person as more successful because they're running their business full time and they're talking about these huge uh, places that they've gotten to within their business. So what am I choosing to do now? I'm realizing that, and this is just a recent revelation of mine, I'm not building a quick fix business. I haven't grown a quick fix business. I'm not looking for fast success in anything that I'm doing. But my goal is to create generational wealth that lasts where I can set foundations and set businesses up and different projects that we're doing that will serve us for years to come. And again, so many of you guys listening today are comparing yourself. You're seeing people say like, oh, I got a 40K month in my business. I'm hitting all these 40K months, but they're burning themselves out. They're working around the clock. They're probably spending $35,000 in Facebook ads each month and on all of these different strategies to bring in that money, and they're pocketing very little. I had this conversation with my coach, and she was like really in awe of what we have saved and what we have created and that we have not needed to spend a whole lot. We're doing it more simply. We'll just say that. We'll just say that. We're doing it more simply. So like probably we'll do ads at some point, but I'm not doing them right now. And maybe at some point I'll start putting more hours into my business, but right now it's about 10, 10 a week. And what we're focusing more on is how can we use what we have and create long-term sustainable businesses or income streams that will eventually pay off and eventually give us great income every month. So something like the things that we are investing in right now, investing time, investing money, are not things that we are seeing fast returns on. However, they're setting us up for our future. So for instance, over the last many years, we've purchased at least one income property each year with cash from my business, cash from the other businesses, the the other income properties that have come in each month. So we're basically just like, pooling all of our money and taking that and using that as down payments for other businesses, whether it's buying another building or investing in another restaurant or investing in a fitness center, whatever it might be that we're investing in. 
So we do not have, that's why our lifestyle is not extravagant because we don't have all of this like crazy cash that people talk about, right? Like, oh, I'm making all this cash in my business and flying around and going on all these extravagant vacations because what we make and what we earn, we take and we reinvest right away. And again, it may not feel like we have a whole lot to show for it right now, but in our future, it's all coming back, right? Once mortgages are paid off from income properties, like that is all just profit mostly coming in every single month that will set us up, right? Same thing. Like, you know, we've, we're in such a good place with, uh, the restaurant that we launched a year and actually it was, it's yeah, a year and a half ago. Um, so now like we get to start to reap that reward. So it's not like, Hey, I made a hundred K month, but Hey, I invested this money a couple years ago and now it's starting to come back little by little. So again, I'm sort of processing this mystique as I talk to you guys today, because it's something that was really a recent revelation for me because my husband and I were, you know, looking at finances and looking at our savings and our businesses and what we have. And we're actually pretty blown away because we hit a goal that, to be quite honest, I didn't even put out there. I didn't even um, expect to hit that this soon in life to be at this sort of milestone that we're at. So I'm going to start celebrating that more. And um, I'm going to stop holding back and not sharing the successes because maybe they're not as large as some other people's. Or maybe they're not, again, where I thought I would be in year five of business. However, in the grand scheme of things, I'm much further ahead than I would have ever imagined I would be in this time in my business. So I am celebrating that today. So what did I learn in this time? To be proud, uh, even of slow growth. Slow growth is even more important than the fast growth, right? Again, overnight success. So many people have, like they're saying they're making seven figures or they're doing this or that, making six figures, and they have nothing to show for it, right? Because of the fast growth tactics to get there. There's nothing left over. And I want you guys to stop comparing yourself to those other platforms or businesses or whatever you see and just start thinking long-term. Like, yeah, I'm not, maybe I'm not making a whole lot or pocketing a whole lot right now, but in the future, I'm going to be set up, right? Because I have this book that will continue to sell for years to come, right? Like I've put the work in and now it's going to sell itself. Think of all those projects and those seeds that you have planted that maybe 
you don't see a huge return on right now, but you know in the future it's just going to compound more and more and more and more. And it's really, really exciting. So we are wrapping up part four. So I want to invite you guys today. Again, the mastermind is going to be open. I shared this last week until March 15th. So make sure you go and you fill out an application. I would love to invite you guys to join us. Go over to kcrackle.com forward slash breakthrough. Fill out the application. Go over to the mastermind page. We added a bunch of stuff on there. There's a whole bunch of bonuses I want you guys to look at. And watch the video. I have a little walkthrough video that just sort of shares with you the ins and outs and even just the fears that people have when considering whether they want to join a mastermind or get support in their business. So go and take a listen. There's also some video testimonials on there as well. And fill out an application. Send it over. Once I get it, I'll review it. And we will set up a time for a 15-minute call. You can ask questions and then I'll share next steps with you and we can talk about going from there. So thank you for listening today. I'm excited to dive into a new series next week and I will see you then. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.